Welcome, everyone, to episode 296 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. For today's topic, we were initially going to do Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Part 2, uh, but, but talking before the show, we all kind of realized we didn't have that much more to add, not enough for a full episode anyway. So me and Corey, at least, are going to be doing uh, Mass Effect Andromeda First Impressions. That came out Tuesday, so we're going to be talking about that. As our main topic. Right. Yeah. Does anyone have yeah. anyone have anything you want to tease for later on? Nibble bits or what uh, new games they played? Uh, not a new game, but the new Rocket League mode. Mm-hmm. Drop shot. Nice. Um, and just more Zelda I'll talk about later. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about Zelda a little bit more, probably for the next few weeks anyway. Um, I played Super Mario Run briefly. It came out yesterday or today yesterday oh was it your first time yeah oh, first, timer. first timer here yeah, first timer yeah it dropped on android i think yesterday if i remember correctly the days kind of just blend together anymore so i i have no idea but it's out now so talk a little bit about that anything else no no yeah nothing all right well uh, let's talk about Mass Effect and drama. Now we're going to do first impressions because Corey said he played, what, four or five hours? Uh, yeah, closer to five, I, w- I would say. Okay. Uh, I played about ten, I would say. Uh, we'll obviously give a more full view of it after we've had significantly more time with it. But uh, a lot of the initial, uh, I get, not even reviews, but impressions of the game were not positive. A lot of people said that the beginning of the game was, was kind of stinky. And, you know, once you played it for a little while, you would start to like it more. So that's kind of the the part we're going to be covering in Mass Effect Andromeda. So um, I'm actually really excited to talk about it, too, because, you know, it's fresh and new, shiny. Hello? Hello? You guys can't hear me? Hey, you guys froze. You froze up on me for a second, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard, I heard nothing. Oh. I was just talking about Mass Effect. Uh, Corey, I'll let you get started. What are your thoughts so far on Mass Effect Andromeda? I think I said a week or two or however long ago that they could they could put out a shit game, and I'd probably still really like it, mm-hmm. uh, just by virtue of the universe that it's set in. I think they have a lot of awesome groundwork in terms of lore uh, and everything they set up in the previous Mass Effect trilogy. And uh, I don't think this game is is shit at all. I think it's uh, quite good. I had no issue with the intro bit of the game. Yeah. Uh, all, all the all the naysaying, I really didn't feel any of that when I played it. Sure. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed for the most part. I did have a couple things that kind of caught me up, and and I would have maybe approached some things a little bit differently. Differently, like the way it introduces you to an entirely new galaxy that humans have never been to, or any species, I guess, from the Milky Way in in the uh, case of this reality, uh, have never been to. I think that was kind of a letdown. You were just kind of like there. Uh-huh. And I felt kind of disappointed by that. Like going to a new galaxy is such an awesome thing. And I kind of wanted to see, you know, like a ship 
tunneling through the the vacuum of space towards this giant like galaxy and you never get that that image yeah. that like establishing shot of where you're going and where you're coming from you just kind of kind of wake up and you're in andromeda yeah yeah and in in that respect too, the fir- first planet you go to i forget the name of it now um is it that sand planet something six yeah whatever it's something six or something seven. six yeah seven maybe it is seven <laughs> couldn't even get the number <laughs> right but i i was a little <clears throat> excuse me a little bit let down by that as well um again like you're in an entirely new galaxy you know you kind of want things to at least your first experience of it to be a little bit weirder than something you've seen before you know and even the initial uh alien species that doesn't exist in the milky way galaxy is very humanoid sure which was kind of a letdown for me well but Corey, i think there i think there's reasons for that um i think i think mass effect is going more for there's a reason why the races uh in mass effect are the ones that evolved enough to uh, be able be capable of space travel and stuff like that and and part of it is the humanoid form that might, might be you know humans thinking a lot of themselves but uh some people think you know the 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 structure and stuff of of bodies even uh, is is what you need to have to i don't know advance technologically like opposable thumbs exactly bipedal yeah yeah uh and then and then as far as the the landscape goes on the first planet because it's 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 a little bit foreign there's the the floating mountains and stuff um but but you know there's probably only so many variations i guess based on the elements yeah that you could have yeah I guess I don't know. It's just like the flora and fauna. I thought the curly, mushroomy kind of things were pretty cool. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just I wasn't. I want to be weirded out yeah. a little bit. <clears throat> you I was know, pretty weirded out. First, I didn't. I never really got that sensation. Yeah, that's just me, I guess. I think it was mostly the lightning storm. It was disconcerting for me when I was moving through the the initial thing of the the initial part of the game. Yeah. <clears throat> I do. One thing I did like, though, is uh, how they sort of uh, compare the the time difference. Because minor spoilers: when the Andromeda Initiative takes off from the Milky Way, they're targeting. They've already sort of scouted out Andromeda. I don't know if they did that with drones or just through telescopes, or I I have no idea how they did it. But they targeted what they called some golden planets in a certain cluster of the Andromeda Galaxy. And uh, when you get there, it's not at all what they saw. And part of the reason for that is because what they saw was 600 years ago, or even when they looked at it, it was probably, I mean, if, if time is, is millions, yeah, it could have been super old. So I do like how they sort of opened up the idea of the, the time, uh, yeah, things, things have changed since we observed what was going on here, however long ago it was and however long ago it was in the Andromeda galaxy. Right, which is something you know. To me, that's a weird thing that yeah. I want to experience when you're when you're uh, trying to set up a story that takes place in such a vast period of time. I, yep. think, I think that's really cool um, and something they approach pretty well. But beyond that, um, <clears throat> I think the characters are all really interesting. I like how they set up the family dynamic pretty early on, in yeah. that your father is the pathfinder, the sort of head honcho guy, the the main explorer. And you're the the son or daughter, depending on which character you pick. And da- your daughter twin. for me. 
<clears throat> I picked son. Uh, okay. I, I was man. And uh, your sibling, your twin sibling, is uh, frozen in cryo to start the game. It'll be interesting to see where they take all that. Um, the artificial intelligence plays a major role, which I didn't realize. Apparently, AI was banned at the Milky Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's known in in the Mass Effect games. Yeah, I never. That's, what, I that's never... why Edie was so controversial. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. <laughs> um, but it plays a m- massive role in uh, the Andromeda Initiative. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I like all that. I, and, and just overall, it just it really feels like a Mass Effect game. Yeah. You know? Yep. It feels like Mass Effect opened up, you know? Like, uh, the other ones, even though there was some openness to them, like, they, in comparison, feel very linear, very linear as opposed to Mass Effect Andromeda. It's It's... Very open from what I've experienced so far. Corey, how Have far you, did you get? Uh, I just got... I just took off with uh, the... The Tempest? <clears throat> ship, the Tempest, yeah. Okay. And explored my first system. Okay. And that's it. You haven't been to Eos yet? No. That's no, kind that's of the my first, next step. first planet that you go to. Yeah. And land on and, and have some interactions on. Uh, let's respond to some of the criticisms, first of all. Um, I would love to. Yeah, the main one being the facial animations for some of the characters. Um, I I only noticed a couple times where characters were making like really crazy faces. Doofy faces. But, yeah, but for the most <laughs> part, it's it's fine. I have no issue with it. Yeah, it never never really caught me up to be yeah. honest. I didn't notice it, and it, yeah, they don't look great, but it never gave me any sort of pause. You know. Yeah. That that fine. whole thing was definitely overblown. I think absolutely. What gamers overblowing something? <laughs> no. Like I said, Stop. there was some place sometimes when my character specifically made really doofy faces, but I make really doofy faces sometimes, so I didn't feel like that was a weird thing, you know. And it's like it's a video game. It's like okay, well this is this is doofy face land. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can I can get used to that. I don't know. It just it's not something I feel needs to be fixed. No. Because it's not that very egregious, minor. In, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah very minor. Uh, and then the other one that I, I keep seeing a lot is the writing. Writing for story missions and stuff. How did, how did you feel about that thus far, Corey? I thought it felt just like Mass Effect. I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel like it was any different. It was just as compelling. Yeah. A lot of the complaints were for some of the more side missions, which I've done a fair amount of in my time on EOS. And... It's they say it's like uh, kind of busy work, I guess. I never f- felt that, but that's not something I usually feel in a game anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I can put myself into the world and into the character enough that even if I'm not necessarily getting uh, something super important story wise or super important gear wise, I still feel like I'm contributing. Like in this case, contributing to the colonization efforts. You know, even if it's yeah. just a side quest where I'm. Uh, glorified fetch quest. Like I still feel like I'm contributing to um, the, the initiative efforts and the initiative. Yeah. Um, well, we should say because one of the things that I didn't know how they were gonna handle is all the different races being there, and the way that happens is each uh, of the major races, and then uh, some of the, the the more minor ones, they're on their own arc ships. 
and the arc ships individually went into the Andromeda Galaxy. They were gonna they were to scout out their quote unquote home planet that they picked for the Andromeda Galaxy, and then meet up at this giant uh, citadel like spaceship called the Nexus, and that's where that's supposed to be the hub. Um, but you know you you end up getting to the Nexus, and a lot of the other pl- things haven't gotten there yet. So you're kind of the first uh, first ship to get there. And I did uh, just go back to the the story and the writing and for the yeah. side quest and stuff. I did an, a handful of basically everything I could on, yeah, on the the Nexus. Uh, the Nexus or the Helios. What's the Helios? What's the difference? I'm Helios confused. is the cluster that you're in in the Andromeda Galaxy. Gotcha. Okay. And the Nexus is the Citadel like yeah. structure. Yep. Which, which, which they planned to be like the seat of yep. the galaxy, just like mm-hmm. the Citadel. Yep. Um, yeah. I did. A, I did a handful of of at least all the ones I could missions there. And I, I didn't have an issue. I didn't never felt like it was busy work. Yeah. I thought they were all pretty cool. Yep. Um, I don't know. So basically what I'm trying to say is I really like mass effect Andromeda so far. Yeah, it's good. And it has that, that depth that I like in these kind of RPGs, you know, the codex, it's all there. It's definitely got a lot more going for it than mass effect two and three, as far as like equipment wise, there's a lot of crafting stuff, a lot of research. Uh, there's resource gathering, which I know a lot of people don't like, but I personally don't mind it. Uh, gathering resources to research blueprints. Um, your scanning tool is something that you end up using a lot in the game. Uh, so you scan like different pieces of tech. And there's different research trees for, uh, massive, for the Milky Way galaxy, the Andromeda galaxy, and then the the ancient unknown race of aliens called the remnant there's three different things that you can research blueprints for to get equipment all that fun stuff so that's also fun i love that sort of thing yep it's all uh what's the word it's more manual i feel like than it was in because you have to scan everything right yeah pretty much manually yeah there's no automated yeah, scan. Yeah, be- before, like in, in Mass Effect two and three specifically, you would go up to like uh, a weapon and you would just press a button on it, and then you'd have the blueprint and be able to equip your soldiers with it. Yeah. This one, you have to actually have to, you know, research it, and then you have to build it, and you have to build enough to equip your different different characters and stuff, which I like. I I kind of like that micromanagement. Um, you know, it's fun. It is. Did you do any multiplayer? No, I haven't touched the multiplayer yet. I did one. One. So I like the way it's implemented into the game. Yeah. Uh, they're called like strike team missions. Yep. And they're basically instead of your character, uh, you become. I think they're called apex. Uh, apex soldiers or something like that. <clears throat> and uh, you're doing these these strike team missions that contribute to the overall initiative, and they're various different goals the one i did was kind of like a uh horde mode where there's wave after wave after wave and we actually failed it on the fifth wave uh i got destroyed (laughs) demolished it wasn't even it wasn't even close um but it was cool it was fun it it reminded me a lot of the multiplayer in mass effect 3 which was also pretty good you know Yeah. yeah i agree so it's it's a nice change of pace and and like i said everything you do in there you earn points towards things that you can do in the single player game so yeah that's pretty cool um 
in in within multiplayer, there's a lot of customization and leveling up and all that sort of good RPG stuff that you can do there too. So yeah. it's cool. It's it's probably the type of thing that I would do when I kind of get bored of doing story stuff and reading and all that stuff. You, you then you jump into a multiplayer and just some straight action for a while. Yeah, I already got my favorite gun too from the Mass Effect two and three. I got for my Mass Effect Andromeda character the Raptor sniper rifle. Oh, okay. It's my I don't remember that one specifically, but it's it was the semi-automatic low damage one that had like fifteen rounds. Oh, cool! So I just uh, spam headshots. fifteen headshots. Yep. Nice. What about romance, Dan? You got uh, you got your eye on anybody yet? Uh, I pretty much just have flirted with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I was I don't know who's thing i was reading but they talked about that how you can kind of do that right off the bat whereas before you had to build up your relationship first and the funny one was when i tried to flirt with the asari doctor Mm -hmm. and she kind of shuts you down she's like you're not my type and she's like i'll make you my type well no you're my patient um and uh she's like i don't want it to be distracting and my character was like oh so i'm distracting then and and the sorry doctor who's voiced by uh Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones and amongst other things. Um she's like you're not nearly as distracting as you think you are. She <laughs> just shuts you down hard right off the bat and I'm like that's classy. Awesome. Yeah. There's uh there's one character I don't really care for. Okay. Liam. Liam? Yeah. Okay. Kind of annoys me. Okay. Yeah. He said something like we're in combat and he's like Oh, I really pissed that one off. Probably because I shot him in the face. And I'm just like, ugh, good for you. Yeah. I gotta see who Liam is now. <clears throat> and my character that I made looks a lot like Liam. Okay. So it kind of took away from his character. Sure. You know? Yeah. I don't know. My character has the exact same hair as Suvi. The en- is she the engineer on the Which Tempest? One? She's the one with the Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. I look almost exactly like her. It's crazy. Perfect. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention <coughs> that I thought was uh, awesome for Mass Effect Andromeda is... Uh, so I have a mechanical keyboard with individual keys that light up. Uh, and when I booted up Mass Effect Andromeda for the first time, all my colors... Because uh, I have the keys set up like how I use them into like different colors and stuff. And it shut down to all black and it left, there was a symbol on my keyboard. Just, I didn't know what it was. I was like, what the hell? Why is my keyboard like shutting down? So I shut the game off and turned it back on. Well, I figured out that it's actually showing the Andromeda initiative logo, the AI on the keyboard. I was like, that's awesome. So I kept playing. And once I got into the gameplay, Whenever I get into a gameplay situation, the buttons that you can actually use light up on my keyboard and everything else shuts off. So, like, WASD are lit up, um, and <clears throat> cooldowns also uh, will will light. So, like, when I shoot my uh, uh, electricity ability, I don't know what that is. Overload? Overload, yeah. When I shoot that, the key goes, the key goes off, and then the, the color slowly comes on when it turns fully red. Um, cool. It's, it's, and then when my health gets low, the keyboard flashes orange. I'm nice. like, that is amazing. Like, it's just, it just it makes it so much more immersive for me to have my keyboard like tell me what's going on. Yeah, I love it. 
I don't. I, I didn't enable a setting. I didn't know that this was a thing that it could do, but it's it's awesome. That is cool. Yeah, yeah I didn't know uh, mechanical keyboards did that kind of stuff. It depends on the keyboard. Like some keyboards will only light up one color, uh, but mine has the RGB for each individual key. Uh huh. So, yeah, I don't know. It's awesome though. That's all I got for Mass Effect, Dan. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh, uh, I only wanted to do like first impressions, kind of. So, yeah, and one little thing that uh, another thing, just quickly, I, I like all the minor references to the events of yeah. the trilogy. Yep, little things here and there, and I can't wait to find a Prothean in Andromeda because I know it's going to happen. Oh, you think? wait, they're they're there? Yeah. Oh yeah, guarantee it. That they did the same thing. Yeah. Okay. That would only make sense. Guaranteed. I wonder if you can. I wonder if you're going to come across. Oh, that might be kind of. Never mind. I won't continue with that train of thought. I don't want to spoil anything if it ends up no. being true. Spoil it, dude. No, I was just going to say. I wonder if all the Milky Way uh, races flood the flood the Milky Way before the Reapers came through. That could be. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't want to talk any more about it. We'll have a full episode on it, and like I said, significant more playtime next week. Uh, I've already put 10 hours into it, and I could easily see myself having another 20 to 25 by next week to get a more full picture of the game. But yeah, first impressions, really good. I'm I'm very impressed with it so far. Uh, the six, like the sixes and six and a half review scores, it's just crazy to me. I don't know... I think it's being unfairly judged. Yeah. I really do. Based on its previous pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. Because it definitely feels like it's... Like it's trying to step out of the Commander Shepard trilogy, you know? Yeah. So. And it, and it is a little rough around the edges, but... I don't know. Like, it's just such a massive game with so much interesting things going on that yeah. you kind of overlooked some of the roughness yeah i mean most Some of, of that seems to be minor it really is yeah i haven't come across anything significant i haven't had a crash or anything like that no so yeah okay shall we move into double bits let's do it all right i have one so i'll go first and that's that there is a pokemon go event going on right now where you can catch uh a lot of different kind of water Pokemon. And I've definitely Heck noticed yeah. that. So uh, pretty much every time I, I boot it up, there's like just a ton of water Pokemon. Have you caught a Totodile yet, Dan? No. No, I have not. I'm trying to uh, call up my tweet here. There's a lot of noise coming from my daughter upstairs, and it's a little distracting. Tell Marlo to chill out. <sighs> No, bedtime is World War Three just about every night in this house. <laughs> okay, so it goes until March 29th, and you can catch catch water-type Pokemon. So, in abundance, too. In abundance. So that's my nibble bit. Will, what do you got? I got nothing, Dan. Okay. Corey, yeah. what do you got? Speaking of Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda's first patch was announced. Uh, general important. Uh, blah, blah. General performance improvements and bug fixes, which is the norm, uh, including the black screen at launch that some people had. I didn't experience that. 
And uh, other people had issues hearing other characters' audio in multiplayer, which is weird. Yeah. Apparently, that's a problem. That would be disconcerting, um, I think. Yep. There's also a fix for the issue where players can't land on Ark Natana, Natanis. <clears throat> um, not sure what that is. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Uh, also, according to separate tweets, they said things along the lines of, quote, improvements to many cinematics, conversations, and other character interactions, probably referencing the animations that people seem so bothered by uh, that Dan and I don't share. And apparently people had issues with character creations, and they referenced that saying, can't promise anything yet, but we're currently evaluating various options for making it better. Uh, I, I would kind of agree that there's yeah. not... A ton Not of customization in character creation. Mm-hmm. But I think part of that issue is they model your parents after the character that you make. Right? Maybe. Did it resemble you? Your father? Mm, Not particularly. Not at all? Maybe a little bit. Okay. Because I saw a resemblance um, in, in the father and, and the mother. Uh, and the sister, but you style the sister, right? You can. Or the sibling, I should say, depending on which one you yeah. choose. Yeah, you can. Yeah, for, for me, that's another thing. It's just like, it's I don't know. I'm not going to get caught up in that. Like, there, there's enough there. There's enough. There really is. Um, so that's coming. I don't know if they said when, but soon, I would imagine. Nintendo issued a statement saying they have discovered a fix for the Joy-Con connection issues. CNET actually has uh, articles posted about a repaired Joy-Con that they received, which they noticed has a little square piece of black foam in the lower right corner of the Joy-Con. The repaired versions do, uh, which they said, quote, it's likely a piece of conductive foam which is a foam that's been specially treated with nickel, copper, or both, so it can shield electronics from RF interference. It's often used in portable electronics when there isn't space for traditional shield. Uh, They continued by saying, unless we're totally mistaken, this piece of foam is sitting directly on top of the Joy-Con antenna traces, the Joy-Con's antenna traces too, which suggests that it's protecting the antenna from interference. So according to CNET, all they're doing is putting a little black piece of uh, conductive foam there to prevent interference with yeah. the antenna. I read somewhere that that was a manufacturing variance too. Like only some of them have that issue and some of them don't. Interesting. Yeah. I still have yet to experience that. So. I haven't had it. I tried to recreate it and I just haven't had it. It hasn't happened to me. I guess we're the lucky ones. Yeah. And speaking of the Joy-Cons, Nintendo plans to double production of the switch for this year going from 8 million units to 16 million which the wall street journal notes that puts it on track with the wii's first sales wow so impressive sales numbers i don't i can't imagine well maybe i was gonna say i can't imagine the switch uh keeping keeping on track with uh the wii throughout its lifetime but who knows yeah i really think the wii was its own unique beast but uh, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think it could outsell the Wii, you know. No, because the Wii was had just had so much novelty for everybody, not just for gamers, you know. Yeah, they modeled the whole thing to be mass consumed. Where I think the Switch, not not quite as not much. As much, yeah. It'll definitely sell better than the Wii U. 
Yeah, I think they already uh, outsold the Wii U. <laughs> <coughs> and that's all. Excuse me for coughing. Okay. Trying to hold it in. Yeah. Eric, what do you got? Uh, just one, Dan. I uh, just wanted to talk about the games with gold selections for April because mm-hmm. uh, I thought they were pretty good this uh, this upcoming month. So you've got Rise, Son of Rome. I know it's older, but uh, still I'm a big fan of that game. So if you haven't played it, definitely do that. Walking Dead Season 2, which I think some of you have played. Yeah. 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 I played I like them all. First one. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I like and it. And your two Xbox 360 compatible games are Darksiders and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a pretty good month. Yeah, it's a good month. They had a bad one last this month, right? They've been pretty bad. For the most part, it's weird to get a good one. Right? I don't know. I, get, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I never play any of them. Yeah. That's the thing. Right. Yeah, there has not been a single Xbox or PlayStation game for the month that I've been like, oh, I have to play. Yeah. Uh, there was one that came out for PlayStation recently that I, <laughs> I was excited about. Tearaway came out this this month. Oh, I forgot about that. That one's pretty good. Corey, download that. Evolve is on Xbox this month if you're interested in that. Yeah. No. <laughs> You know, I was going to tweet this one, too, but I wasn't sure if it was worth talking about, so I'll just see if you guys are interested at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, GameSpot did a thing where they listed what each of the Zelda Amiibos will get you in Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's neat. Because I was kind of curious about this myself. Uh-huh. You want me to just talk about a couple of them, maybe? Yeah. 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 Smash Bros. Link will get you. Is it? It's Epina. Right? Epona? The horse? I think it's pronounced Epona. That oh, really? giant bomb had a big argument about this. <laughs> I never uh never who said, I always who said, just said Epona. Epona. That's what I thought too, so I was surprised. Huh. Uh so yeah, that's the only way to unlock the legendary horse. Uh max out stats and gentle temperament, twilight outfit, and other potential items are assorted sword shields and elemental arrows. You can also get, and those all come in uh, in the chest. Uh, Non-chest items would be fruits and cooking materials. Hmm. Let's see. Smash Bros. Ganon will get you Sword of the Six Sages, some gems, and some monster parts. Wow. Uh, And then I'll do 30th Anniversary 8-Bit Link because that's a a cool amiibo. Uh, you get the hero's outfit, which is the original Le- Legend of Zelda outfit, as well as a sword and some other weapons. Nice. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. How much is the Link amiibo? Because I want the Epona. One? No. Oh, uh, I don't know. They're all like 15 bucks. I actually have that one. Oh, sweet. I have that one, and I have Ganondorf. Those are two of the like five amiibo I have. You have Ganondorf? Yeah, I bought him when I went to uh, Nintendo World in New York City. He had just come out, and they had it, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to grab it. Yeah, why not? According to Stud Muffin on Reddit, the correct way is Epona, because the name has a Latin background. I don't know. Giant Bomb said Epona, and they seem to have done some research on it, so I'm going with that. I'm going with Stud Muffin on Reddit. (laughs) I think I'll go with Stud Muffin as well. 
You I guys don't like would. Epona. Bunch of Reddit users. I don't oh, like yeah. Epona either. Pona. A Pona. A Pona. I just thought Pona. Horse Pona. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> matter ultimately. Okay. Anything else, Eric? That's it. Okay. How was your week? Um, pretty good. The only thing I, I really wanted to talk about this week was um, I watched a movie off of a Corey recommendation. I watched um, Nocturnal Animals, and it was one of the better movies I've seen in a while. I really, really liked it. And I judge movies these days on, A, how much time I've spent on my phone, <laughs> which was none, and B, if I fell asleep, uh-huh. which I didn't. Uh, and that, those are two things I usually do a lot when I watch a movie. So... Uh, I was enthralled the entire time. I thought that the the acting was great. The the cop, I don't know the actor, Corey. Do you know the actor? Uh, no, but I'll look it up quick while you're chatting. He was amazing. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was really good. Uh, I thought the story, really stories, uh, were were fantastic. Yeah. And uh, you know, it doesn't make you think too much, but it makes you think just enough. Mm-hmm. And just to keep you, you know, into it and entertained and. A lot of good action, kind of crazy for a little while. Keeps you on the edge of your seat. Um, yeah, that's that. Uh, the uh, abduction scene is uh, yeah tough to yeah. get through, man. I was yikes. Whew. My wife, anything that you could remotely consider scary, like really puts her on the edge. And she was. Uh, she was pretty nervous throughout that whole sequence. And something like that, like, it's true to, I, I'm going to say it's true to life. I know it doesn't happen very often, but that kind of stuff does happen to people. Yeah, oh, that's that. That's the kind of stuff that, that scares me. Yeah. It's disturbing. Anything, like, psychological where, like, people in a movie run across some fucking weirdos or just crazy people that are doing bad shit, and then I get thinking about how, like, that could literally be my neighbor and I would have no idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe one night they're just going to fly off the hinges. Yep. You know, so that's, that's the kind of movie that was, but uh, I thought it was a really cool idea for a story too. And I, uh, my wife didn't care for the ending as much as I did, but I thought the ending was great. Brilliant. I loved yeah. the ending. Perfect. Yeah. My girlfriend was the same way. She's like, well, why? I don't want to spoil it, but she's like, well, why couldn't they? Yeah. No. Like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. better this way. And I said, what do you, what do you mean? This is, it was so good. good. Yeah, I loved it. I was, oh man, it so was so good. good. Definitely yeah. recommend that one. Yep, I, I said to Eric, it's probably probably soup to nuts. That's not the word. That's not the phrase I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, when all is said and done, probably my favorite movie of last year. Top I mean, I don't watch a lot of movies, so I can't really say that. But it, w- God, I'd be hard pressed to think I'd like one more. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Yep. And I uh, have a crush on Amy Adams, too, so that helps. Sure. I... Uh, nah. I just Shut like up. redheads. Shut up, Corey. I'm not hey, a big Corey, Amy Corey, you, you don't have that redhead passion like Dude, I do. Descent. No, I, I actually... I don't. I'm not... I passion hate, for the fire I hate crowd. redheads. I'm with you, Eric. Yeah, I know you are, Dan. Yeah. They smell like We've pennies. Discussed, <laughs> you know your shit. We've discussed it at length. It's my favorite line to use. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm kidding, of course. Michael Shannon is the actor's name that you're looking oh for. Oh my god, he was amazing. 
I told you guys before the podcast that he, he lives his life how I want to live my life and how I think society should be dealt with. Yep. Yep. So. He plays a uh, officer of the law who's uh, terminal. Yeah. In so he of... just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's great. It's so good. Think like if Ron Swanson was terminal. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Right. And, but a cop. And a little like, crustier. Yeah, a little crustier. <laughs> oh, baby. What a great movie. I want to see that character, like, again. Have his own you know? spinoff. Ah, oh, it's so good. But, uh, let's see, anything else? I don't think there's much else going on. No. Watch some basketball. Was happy to see Duke lose, always. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... But yeah, that's it. Okay. How about you, Corey? Let's see. I've been house-sitting all week, which is kind of nice. Kind of a pain, but kind of nice. It it sucks not having all your things where you want them at all times. Which is a little frustrating, but it's nice to uh, live in a house, I guess. (laughs) Where you come home and even though everything's not mine, it feels like it's mine. And I have a nice uh, big Silverado truck I can drive to and fro work. Nice. Uh, which I started. I started the new job on Monday. Yeah. It was my first day. Uh, it's very different from what I'm used to in a lot of different ways. It's a lot different from groundskeeping, which I knew going in. But also, uh, like, professional-wise, it's uh, it's very different from my, my experience uh, at my place of employment in New York City. Uh, people are happy. That people are willing to work. People are what's, accountable. Uh, what's the dress code? Casual. Okay. Um, I've worn jeans every day. In uh, you know a decently nice shirt like this one I'm wearing now. Some kind of yeah. button up. I wore a sweater yesterday. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, nice pair of shoes. You know. Um, Corey, do you think that's why they had the extensive vetting process for when they hired you? Because they're looking for. People who are going to work hard, who aren't going to be miserable at their job. Yeah, I do. I, I think it was more, definitely more of a culture fit than a talent fit. Yeah. I think they were definitely more concerned with that. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it's just, it's weird because, like, everything's so streamlined. There's not a million meetings to have a meeting to prepare for a meeting to prepare My for God. a meeting kind of thing. Must, must so it's nice. efficient. It's very efficient. Uh yeah, I think since I've been there, I've been in. This is Thursday. It's my. I did four full days. I think I had three meetings, which is really nice. Uh, people are just. You know, everybody knows what they need to do. It's it's great. Everyone's happy. Huh. You know, with the flex time, everybody just kind of comes and goes as they need to. You know, they got family obligations or appointments or anything. You know, you just. Everybody's very candid. Everybody's calendar is there for everybody to see, and if you need to, if you need to make a meeting, you just pick a slot that's open on their calendar and put it in, you know. And they're expected to be able to do it because it was open on their calendar, so you don't have to deal with the BS of people being like, "Oh, I don't know if I can make that," and I don't know. It's just, it's a great, great place to work. Good. Now, how close is it to the office? Uh hmm. it's it's close. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I mean, without the dysfunction, yeah, it's 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 great. It's now, a lot do of fun. you 
Do you have somebody that you see as Phyllis or Jim or Oscar? So too too much of a younger crowd, maybe. Yeah. yeah, pretty 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 young crowd. Do you see anyone that could grow into a Phyllis though, uh, or a Meredith? Or probably a Meredith. Probably Meredith. I always like to see uh, the Dwight's in real life. Or a Creed. Ooh boy, I'm probably the Dwight. <laughs> Is there just one crazy bastard that's going to turn into Creed one day? No, no crazy bastards. Uh, yeah, you, no. It's, that it's, you know of. Yeah, I mean, I've only been there four days, so. I'm still oh, first impressions, Corey. Feeling everybody out. Um, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted on that. But I did put, uh, if you go to their website, you can uh, you can see my bio, which includes a quote from The Office. Oh, so. is the staff on there? Yes, our oh, okay. team. Where that. do I find this? Yeah. I'll send you the guys the link. Yeah, please. But yeah, it's it's been good. It's it's a little bit weird getting out of work at 5. Um, I'm not used to that. I'm used to getting out of work at 3, and that extra two hours makes the day feel a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's just... I'm just at peace. And I don't feel guilty enjoying my after hours time anymore, my leisure time, you know, as a groundskeeper, you come home and it's like, well, I probably should be doing something to better my life, but instead I'm just going to play video games <laughs> and then you feel guilty. I, so. I wouldn't know what that's like. Uh, found your team. Pretty yeah. fun to go through and pick everybody out. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> But no, it's been it's been really good. I'm excited. I'm excited for for what's good. to come there. Good. Yeah, it's been my week. I'm still getting over a cold, which I haven't had a cold in a really long time. Really long time. Uh, and I thought I was good. I started getting sick on Friday, and uh, took it really easy this past weekend. Really easy. Like laid on the couch and did nothing for two days, and uh, felt pretty good on Monday. But then the the I don't know, the the actual, like, coughing and sniffling and everything started to settle in, and that's just been lingering, and I don't know what to do. That could linger for a while. I know, I hate it. And I was supposed to start training for my 5K by doing some some sprints or something, (laughs) but I know I'll just start hacking up a storm. Yeah. But that's it for me. Okay. Will, what do you got? Uh, so I went and saw Corey this weekend uh-huh. for my mother's birthday after I so graciously took her ice skating. What a guy. Corey, <laughs> Corey had a, uh, had me, mom, dad up there, uh, to visit the house that he's staying at with him and his girlfriend. So we picked out, ate some food. I brought on my PlayStation 4 so he can play all of these games that I have that I won't get a chance to play. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Will. Oh, yeah, of course. It's better that way because I'm getting up against it with school and like I gotta start like being less distracted with other stuff like Zelda, like I am right now. <laughs> Just remove remove the temptation. Exactly. Like I do have pretty good willpower with stuff, but like when I got when Zelda's out, the new Mass Effect is out, like near Horizon, like I just wanna play all of them and just sit down and do that all day. And eat pizza. And eat pizza and I can't, so uh, I figured give it to Corey. Corey wants to play the new Mass Effect. I know you want to play those other games that I have on it too. So, figured give it to him for a couple months while I finish up this semester. 
Um, I'm going to be running a 5K with Corey that he brought up. Um, a mud that's, run. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. When is fun. it? Mid-April, end of April? End of April. I th- want to say it's the 28th. So it could be like 35 degrees. It could yep. be. <laughs> But that's I think that's part of the appeal of the mud run, you know. You get dirty and the weather sucks and uh you drink beer to numb the pain. Oh. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do, Will. Probably shower and lay down cuz I'll be out of breath. <laughs> it's I've never through like a lot with my life recently, I've just been like I want to do things instead of not. You know what I mean? So, like, I just, like, when I get asked to do something, I'm more like, yeah, well, yeah, I'll do it. Like, 5K. Like, normally I would never do that because that's, you know, putting an effort in something in life. Yeah. So, it sounded like fun. I'm going to be swinging across ponds, apparently, crawling through mud. Yep. We're going to win, Corey. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm going to train hard. I don't know how the team aspect of it works because you're on, you're on my company team. I don't know what that means. Like, is it team versus team, and then they average times, or what? Do we all wear the same, like, color shirt? Like, I believe you will get a shirt, yes. Can I make it a cutoff? You, you could probably do whatever you want to do. Make it a belly shirt. <clears throat> yeah, show off the guns. Yeah. Be alpha at the 5K. <laughs> um, but no, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be right when... I think the following Saturday after I get back from Florida. So I'm going to be used to like 90 degree weather coming back to 35 to play in the mud. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Other than that, I don't really think I have a whole lot to share. Um, I'm counting down the days until I leave for Florida. You're a lucky guy. Yeah, I know. I'm going to. It's going to be awesome. Nice. Uh, that's it for me, Dan. Okay. Uh, the only thing I have going on is... Sorry, I had a fur in my mouth. Uh, finishing in the basement. Still working on it. I actually got all the flooring down, which is nice, because that was the back-breaking work. Uh, being hunched over, cutting uh, vinyl floor panels with a razor blade. Got to be tedious towards the end, but... yeah. Uh, the What's floor's the floor all look like, Dan? What's that? What's the floor look like? Um, I can send you a picture. I'll, yeah. I was gonna wait until it was like done, done, or almost done, until I sent you guys pictures. I got a yeah, new baseboard fine. still, um, but I'm waiting for the weather to improve a little bit because I don't want to be running my saw inside and getting freaking sawdust everywhere and having more to clean up. But the room is—we've been down here all week because uh, it's it's livable now. It just needs to be straightened up. Because there's still like basement type stuff down here that we have to get rid of, but uh, we've been enjoy- enjoying it every night. And I finally got my command center all set up down here. I got two computers, and then I got my old TV over here for the Switch. And it's nice to have space again, which we haven't had in quite a while. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I think that's all I have going on. Sweat Probably. equity, right, Dan? What? Sweat equity, isn't that what they call it? What's that? I've never heard of it. You invest your your sweat into your your home. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean the best part is we uh, it cost us like nothing. I mean it cost us something. Yeah, something, but 
uh, to add like 625 square feet of extra living space, it cost us very little for that, which was nice. But I specifically cool. picked out the components that I did to furnish the the place for uh, for that very reason: low cost Is... and ease of installation. Are you going to make it your forever home? Probably. Yeah. If we unless we move to like move out of out of the area. We're yeah. gonna stay here and and build an addition on the house. Or... I was gonna say you've got enough room. Yeah. To go backwards. Yeah. Because uh, as Eric can attest to, shopping for a house is miserable. Fucking hate it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's miserable. Plus, you know, we've already we're already almost eight years down on our mortgage, so and it's cheap. Yeah. Compared to what we would need to move into. Right. So. Not fun. We're uh we're in the. I mean, we've kind of been in the beginning stages of of house hunting for a while now, for uh-huh. probably over a year. But it's not pleasant. I'm sorry, no. it's it's so bad. I just want <laughs> it was fine once we picked one. It was, it's been fine since then. Yeah, aside from a couple of little things, but sure. uh, Jesus, it was a, it was like my wife and I get along really well. It was stressful. Yeah, like between the two of us, like. Oh my god! Yeah, I just want to clone myself and force my Make clone to it. deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea for a movie. People clone themselves and then force that version of themselves to like do, do all the shit. Do they their don't bidding, want. slave yeah. labor. <clears throat> mm. Well, good luck, Corey. I hope yeah. it goes well. You just wrote mm-hmm. the uh, next Adam Sandler movie. Oh, I had a good idea for a TV show. Let me float this idea by you guys now that we're on the subject. Uh, So humans have made contact with an alien species somewhere. And the alien species asks for a representation of humanity, planet Earth, what it's all about. So they 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 uh, world leaders tap the premier ad agency in New York City to put together a representation of what humanity is all about. I like that. I like it too. I think that would be fun. They'd bomb us for sure. <laughs> is Kim Kardashian involved? Yeah, it would be, I mean, that would be an episode of the show is like, Oh, can we is get it, a Kim is this Kardashian? A horror? Is this like a, a suspenseful sci-fi or is this a comedy? Comedy. No, it's, yeah, it's it could comedy. go either way. Oh, yeah. Okay. The dramedy, I guess, you know, honestly, I would, I would no, it's gotta go hard either way. Yeah. I don't, I guess I don't see work. any middle ground I there. Work. I would be interested to see like the average human, the most average human on the entire planet, and see what that person looked like. You know? Yeah, I think you could see that, like their physical representation. Kind of chubby. You could probably Google that, and it would show like an average. There, there is actually because they took a bunch of faces and laid them all over each other. Yeah, so you could kind of see what that yeah what what approximately like an average person would look like, and they did it for different geographical locations, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the entire world, like like the most average person physically, mentally, everything, and see what that person looked like. Because that, <laughs> that would be my be repre- representative, you know. Yep. Anywho. You know, along, along those lines, Dan, uh, yeah. because I forgot to talk about this last week when we were talking about Zelda, but I had a dream last week Oh yeah, that myself and Dan and Corey were hunting for treasure <laughs> with our very own Sheikah Slate. Really? 
Yeah. So the game. Uh, I don't know what Will was dreams. probably lifting weights, but the, the other uh, three of us were out treasure hunting with a Sheikah slate. It was great. That's awesome. So, so yeah. the game even infected your dreams. It did. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for. Do we want to just keep going right into what we played? Sure. Okay. I mean, well, let's talk about Zelda because that's what our main topic was going to be about. Uh, I'm playing more... right now, actually. Oh, are you? Yeah. How much more did everyone play? I probably put another 15 to 20 hours in. I put another 5, probably 5 to 10, closer okay. to 5. Probably 2. 2. Corey, how much more did you play? Or you're busy? Um, Probably, yeah, like 3 hours, maybe. Did okay. anybody beat it? No. No, not even close. I uh, I struggled to get to uh, the Divine Beast on the volcano, and I realized I was doing something horribly wrong all the way through. Really? And that was my that was my issue. Uh, it wasn't until I was talking about it with a coworker that cleared it up for me. Care to oh. share or too spoilery? Or yeah, I didn't realize heat and fire were two different things. Mm. So I built up my heat resistance a ton, and I'm like, I'm still too hot. What am I doing wrong? But it turns so out you fire need, resistance. You need fire resistance. So I'm guessing there's armor. There's armor and there are potions, just like the other stuff. Yeah, that was my issue. Nice. Okay. Very frustrating. Sure. Very frustrating. Do you think you would have eventually figured out on your own? No. No. I really don't. I think I would have quit. (laughs) (laughs) I would. I would have just skipped it. I would have skipped that last divine beast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because what happens is like. You don't need to beat the Divine Beasts to actually beat the game. Right. Like, I, for fun, while we were recording, just went to Ganon's castle. Just yeah. went straight up there. See what happens. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. You can just you can just kind of go once yeah. you get off the plateau, I think. You just end up getting attacked by, by them, and you have to fight them. Mm-hmm. So. Huh. Cool. Yeah, I've spent the past... Uh, like I said, another 15 or 20 hours basically not doing anything. Yep. Uh, a lot more exploring. Any shrine I come across, I do. I try to do any Korok seeds I, I come across. Um, I still haven't found after the initial Korok merchant. I haven't found where he goes after he I found initial. him one more time, and I've got like damn near 20 seeds saved okay, up right yeah, now. I've, I've got like 26, and I'm, I, oh, I would shit. like to expand my inventory. I'm sure you would. I keep running out of space for my swords. A nightmare. Um, uh, he's in a forest. Yeah, that's what he said. I haven't been able to find the forest. I don't remember what forest he said, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to do that. It's the um, the Lost Woods? Something like that? I think the forest had a name. A specific name. I want to say it was something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can uh, look. I'm, I'm still enjoying. Right now, I'm, I'm specifically exploring all the tundra up north. Um, that's really cool. That whole yeah. that whole section because it's there's a lot only of one. T- yeah, well, not just that, but the 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 way the weather affects it. Like you know, I've got to have all my cold weather stuff. Um, but like, if I run out of my cold weather stuff, you know, you could just build a fire. You know, cook up some spicy peppers. It's it's the whole survival thing. Actually, I really like, and it, it snows like a bastard there constantly. Uh, there was one time I came out of uh, a shrine up there, 
and it wasn't snowing it was br- you know bright blue skies but like a minute later it started snowing really heavily again so there was just a very brief window of time where where i could see the sky and the rest it's been it looks like it's dark 24 7 so it was really um cool. to answer the question he's in korok forest which is deep inside great hyrule forest okay off to go there but i have almost all of the areas unlocked i've done all but maybe one or two towers in the game because that's kind of my goal right now is to hit all the towers and and see what's out there map wise that's exactly what i did dan i wanted to see the game world yeah a little bit and then from there i'll go do the the quests and stuff like that because yeah. i have all the locations but uh the, the mountain the fire area okay i will say my i don't say i don't want to say i've cooled off on zelda but now that i've stopped discovering new things the wonder has kind of worn off a little bit and more sure. of the frustrating things are showing up yeah about the game um Again, it probably doesn't influence my opinion overall of the game, but I think I mentioned this last week. I get to that point in open world games, and that's the point where I say, okay, it's time to beat this because I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I haven't been doing much exploring. I've been just trying to do the Divine Beast, so I beat my second one. I uh, can't remember the, the people's. It's the city where they only allow women in. Oh, Gerudo. Yeah, that was the second one I did. Um, so I'm on my way to my third one. I'm just about there. It's the flying people. It starts with an R. Yeah. Rito. Rito? Rito, yeah. Rito, yeah. That sounds right. Uh, so that's, that's the next one I'm going to do. Uh, yeah. But I did see something really cool. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but I don't care. There's a big, big canyon kind of near there. And there was like a really big dragon or something yeah. flying around. Yeah, I've seen him a couple different. times. I just times. took a picture of it and ran. I wonder if follow you can it. fight him. Follow it. Can I you mean, get on it? Mm, I don't know about that, but they drop an item that you want. Oh. oh. Okay. Did anyone uh, investigate a meteor after it fell out of the sky? No, I no. saw one, but I, it was way too far away for me to go look at. Yeah. You get an item. That, whoopsie. That le- hopefully <laughs> leads to a better item. Wow. Yeah, I still weapon? really, really enjoy it. No. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I mean, playing Breath of the Wild and, and Mass Effect and Drama, two open world games, but they're also very very different games it's like you're not even playing two open world games yeah because they're not even remotely close to each other uh, i don't know if i can jump to one right now i wouldn't i mean i don't yeah think you'd if, like mass if effect. i do i won't go back i really don't think you'd like mass effect anyway why i just there's a lot of talking at the beginning mm. a lot of talking yeah, if you're not if you're not in love with the the setting at least, uh, and also the lore, yeah, I could see people getting lost. Not even. Well, I lost. like Just I like outer space. Disinterested. Disinterested. Yeah. I don't know. You might you might like it, Eric. 
I that's the problem though, Dan. Like next on my list is Horizon, so I'm going to go from oh, yeah. Zelda to Mass Effect to Horizon. Three open world games mm-hmm. where you could probably spend sixty hours each in. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's coming out next? That I good looked, for a while, it's going right? to be a little while until something else. Persona coming hockey. out soon. That's a minor game though. That's not anything big. What's that? What's Persona that? Persona Five. Yeah, that's coming out soon. I think. I think PS4. it's April. About near that comes out for PC soon, right? It's already, it's already out, out for PS4. It's out on both. Yeah. No, oh, I thought oh. it was coming out later for PC. Yeah, yeah it, it came out my... a week later. It's on my PlayStation too. Should I play that? Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna buy that over the summer. Who am I kidding? I'm just gonna play Chell. <laughs> Chell. Sure, you have that too. Yeah, Chell. I think that the next big game I'm going to get is at the end of April, which is Mario Kart. I think there's a few indies that I'm going to get in between now and then, but it's good because I I'm, I want to give Mass Effect Andromeda and Breath of the Wild all the time they need, so I'll be able to do that because, like Will said, Old Time Hockey's coming out pretty soon. Um, Cosmic Star Heroin is coming out at the beginning of April, I think. I'll be getting that one. That'll be a $15 game probably or 20 Cosmic Heroin. Cosmic Star Heroin. Oh. Let me pick up on the streets. It's a, <laughs> uh, Persona RPG. is April 4th. April 4th. What about ukulele? Yeah, yeah when's that? that? But that's 11. an indie. That'll be yeah. 40 nah. bucks. Eric's not interested in ukulele? I mean, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but I'm not going to play that over Zelda, Horizon, <laughs> Mass Effect, FIFA, Rocket League. I have to decide if I want to get ukulele for PC or Switch. That's my conundrum now. Yeah, it's mine too. I don't know what I want to get it for. Switch is a good fit for that one. It is a good fit, and I can trade it in when I'm done with it, because it's probably not one I'll revisit. Are they doing physical for that one? Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. I'll have to look into that. Uh, I think they are, my decision too. Anywho, uh, any other thoughts on Breath of the Wild? I actually played a little bit on my t- TV today, too, which was different. You're crazy. I know. I've, I've played probably 35 hours on, on the little tablet thing in handheld. You're all, cra- you're all crazy. I play more on the TV. Is that weird? Well, you no, have a TV that you normal. have access to all the time. Okay. I'm starting to worry here for a second. It's easier for me to just You're doing it right, Will. take my Switch with me and play it when I have a few minutes. Uh, you want me to talk about Rocket League's new yeah. mode? Yeah, go for Hit it. Drop shot. 3v3. Uh, basically, the the map is split up. It's split in half, so there's like a line down the middle. And what the object is is to get the ball to hit the other team's side. So you want to hit the floor on the other side of the map. And I think if you hit it, like hit the same spot three times with the ball, the floor disappears. You can drive over it, but the ball will go through it. So that's how you score goals is by basically hitting the same spot three times and getting the ball to go through that spot. Um, hmm. I wasn't really interested in that mode when I heard about it, but it's actually a lot of fun. It's a lot different than the normal rocket league. You have to play a lot different. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. Huh. A lot more like uh, you have to be 
very aware of your positioning and where the ball is going to go. You know, I mean, you always have to be, you always have to do that, but that I feel like that's like what that mode is. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I had a really good time with it. Mm-hmm. I'll play it again. Okay. Corey, does it sound interesting to you at all? No, but I mean, for me, none of them sound interesting except for the main. Yeah, the, I don't, I don't play mode. any of the. The different modes. I only play the normal game, but drop shot was fun. I think you should try it. I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot of aerial. You got to you got to get aerials and a lot of wall play because Ooh, you out obviously yeah, yeah you want to you want to hit the ball before the other team does so they don't create any holes in your floor. But yeah, it's fun. Nice. I think that's all. That's all I played. Did anyone play anything else? No, no. Uh, I played Mar- Mario Run. It's okay. <laughs> There's not a lot to talk. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm don't play the, play don't free, buy it. Play the free levels, and that'll be it. It's damn. Just just buy it. I'm not gonna buy it. If I spend money on a mobile game, it'll be Pokeballs for Pokemon Go or crap for uh, Galaxy of Heroes. I'd even spend Fire money on, I would spend money on Fire Emblem before I spent money on Mario Run too. Mario Run's awful. It's a, it's okay. I mean, it works for what it is, but for free maybe. Yeah, for free or you know, I'd pay 3 or 4 bucks for it probably for everything to unlock all at once. How much is it to unlock everything? 10, Ten bucks. Oh my god. Yeah. What a scam that was. Yep. Totally agree. Okay. That's everything, I think. That's it. All right. Feedback. Do we have any? I don't know. I didn't check earlier today. I don't think we I do. don't think we do. No feedback. So no It's kind of my fault because I didn't make a post today. Oh, that's About okay. the episode. Oh, my God. How dare you, Yeah. Clark? Really, I'm really slacking. <laughs> I have been slacking on podcast stuff. <clears throat> For good reason. Yeah, I'll get back in the swing of things. I just... Corey, I've been slacking for the last four years. Yeah, I was going to say. So have I. <laughs> I think I got our audio issues mostly sorted. I had to jettison the uh, the mixer board, finally. Really? Just, they yeah, retired it? Yeah, I retired that and retired my recording laptop. It was it, it there was some odd like feedback that I was getting from somewhere that I just could not get rid of no matter how many different ways I I hooked it up and stuff. I tried different new cables and it just wasn't wasn't helping. You so, know what I was thinking? What? Why don't we just Well, I guess if you got it sorted now it's not an issue, but if we just had another laptop or something running that could join the Skype call and just record from that. That's pro- that probably would be the best best option cuz I wouldn't even need to have video on. I can do that cuz that's I'm using my wife's uh all-in-one to record the episode. That's that's a good idea, Corey. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Good job, Corey. <laughs> I just hope my uh, internet connection can handle two Skype calls at once. That's the that's the issue, potential issue. 
But like I said, I wouldn't need to have any of the video on. It would just be the, the audio that I would need. Cool. Anything else? That's it for me. That's okay. it. So next week, uh, me and Corey, obviously, will be talking more about Mass Effect Andromeda, having had quite a few more hours played in it. Like I said, I hope to have another 20, 25 hours into it by by next week. Maybe even more. Because when it came out on... I actually ended up getting my code on time. I didn't think I was going to. I got it from Green Man Gaming, and they weren't supposed to come out until the 23rd, but I did end up getting it like midday on the 21st, so I downloaded it and played it, uh, and I couldn't stop. I played for like five and a half hours the first night from 9 to 2.30. Nice. Yeah. That's a good night. Yeah. I didn't want to stop either, but I was like, I should probably I should probably go to bed. You know how that goes. Yep. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts? Nope. Not for me. I got nothing. Probably Thursday again next week, right? Yeah, that should work. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 296 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Platinum.